Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 The Ticket's Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars Steve Sippel. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Monday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, an early break. Fun show so far. You got the really podcast fun. at theticketfm.com. I still haven't seen Jay Foreman yet here. He hasn't stopped Well, I think in. he's working. Hasn't texted or called yet? He, he, I, he, he texted. He, he gave me an LOL while you were calling him paging out. him? Yeah, yeah. While you were paging him. Yeah, okay, he, that's good then. He's, he's, he has at least heard the message. I just sent him a message that said Jake called you out. Big time, yeah, and he just sent back and, LOL. And, and, and you said Jake is, Jake is paging you right unfazed. now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna text him. He yeah. paged you. Yeah, he's yeah. paging you. <laughs> that was really funny, by the way. Yeah. Um, your your that segment is just a beauty. Thank you. I love the NFL. I love yeah. talking about the NFL. I wish we had an NFL yeah, team. I watched this the Chiefs market. last night. I don't know what they. Oh, I don't know what their game. deal is on offense. They can't run the ball very well. The Chiefs are broken. Uh, Mahomes is not right. I mean, they had a nice. You know, to end the game, they had a great throw. I yeah, to, to Kelsey. No, it was to. Um, oh yeah, Tyreek Hill on the sideline. Yeah, yeah. He was avoiding pressure. That was now. That was a good. It play. It was a great play. It was. He was. He was on the dead sprint. I would say, uh, he being Mahomes was right. on the dead sprint to his right, and gunned the ball to Hill and hit him right in the numbers, first down, game over. And he was pumped. Did you see him? How yeah, well, you should have been pumped. You know, they, they struggled in that game. Yeah. The offense just isn't right. I mean, the Chiefs, to me, right now, don't look like, they don't look like a Super Bowl contender at all. They, they're going to struggle to make the playoffs. Okay, speaking of teams where, that, are, that have a struggling offense, Nebraska, I, I just it was hard to watch at times, that offense, on, in the first half mainly. Hard to watch. And they still only trailed by t- seven and a half. Time. Right. Got big plays. They, now, and they really benefited from the big play. Two catches by Ture, one for 53, one for 72. That was that was big. They, at time, you know what? In the, the running game, though, interestingly, came alive late in the third quarter. Nebraska's. It actually came alive. They, it, it, I mean, well, they had the drop. Well, it was dormant. I'll get it for you. It was dormant in the for much of the game. And I'll give you, I'll give you what happened on the first drive of the fourth quarter, Jake. Okay. Yes, that was the that's the drive I'm talking about. That's the good one here. Right. Adrian ran to his left on an option for 17. Got it. Looked good running. He did. Yeah. Not not limping at all. No, not gimpy. No, has a high ankle sprain. Now I will say this: Adrian does not have the explosion. That I saw, for instance, I first noticed in the spring where I was mesmerized by his explosion. Doesn't have that now. Okay, then he ran left on the next play for four. Oh, man, they did that direct snap to Ramir Johnson on the next yeah, play. Yeah, second yeah. and six. It was a, a second cat. and six. I loved it. They only got three, but it, with Nebraska's run game right now, when they get three, it's pretty good. Hey, You're like, a, okay, that's, yeah, that's they, win, they, yeah, they got three. Positive yards, more than zero. Let's <laughs> yeah, go. yeah, and then third and three at, at the Bucks 24, Buckeyes 24. Uh, Adrian ran on a QB power for five. Good-looking good, good looking run. 
Good looking run. QB I think, power. I think they ran that entire drive until the third and four. I'm right? still going first oh, and ten okay. at the nineteen. First and ten at the nineteen. Uh, Ramir Johnson, uh, gain of three inside. Second and seven, gain of three inside, and that set up the big third and four, where Adrian airmailed one to uh, Levi, Levi Falk once again. Falk got airmailed against Michigan. Falk Same was thing. open against Michigan State. Adrian missed him up the seam. Hmm. Falk, That's right. Falk could have a hell of a he year. Could <laughs> he could have had some really clutch catches this year. And all these balls just sail over his head. It's like Seathan Carter again here. And, and I'm a big fan of Falk. I, lo- I love that kid. I love that kid. Because he's – you ever see him drop a pass? No. No, he, he never rare. drops. I um, see him get overthrown. He's one of those guys that's a pain in the you-know-what. I mean, just gets open, makes plays. Um, they'll miss Falk. Falk's a good one. He and he was open. He was open. Third and four. And you're knocking on the door. You're about Nebraska had designs on going ahead of the fifth ranked Buckeyes early in the fourth quarter. And I, it was to me. I kept saying in the press box, it's all about applying pressure. Put pressure on them. They have a lot to lose in this game. Put pressure on them. Make them respond. Nebraska did a pretty good job of that. But, man, if you go up by one early in the fourth quarter, now, now, what happens with that freshman quarterback? You know, is he feeling all that? How much pressure is that kid feeling? Right. You've done a pretty good job. They're not – I mean, they scored – they didn't get in the end zone in the second half, Ohio State. Three field goals. Never got so in the end zone. It's a heck of a performance by the defense. Yeah, exactly. Incredible performance. So Four field goals and two touchdowns is what they had in the game. That's a huge win for anybody against Ohio State. Yeah, Nebraska found its running game late in the game. I mean, really it was really it was late in the third quarter they found it. Uh, Adrian had a five-yard run. Ramir had a six-yard run. I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but on this team, again, it is. And then, and then Adrian had a 53-yard uh, catch-and-run pass to Ture. That got him to twenty three to seventeen. They found a running game late, but the offense on the as a whole, my God, it was hard to watch in the first. Yeah, half. you you got some people right now confused, and I was confused watching the game. You know, you, you see in the fourth quarter, Marquis Tepp comes out of nowhere to play. Right, he well, play. Ramirez was banged up. Yeah, and then you didn't see Jacques Yank get any carries. He did play. He was kind of a decoy at times, right? Yeah, yeah. that's blocking. Um, Yant struggles in the pass pro. Uh, steps good pass pro. Ramir's good pass pro. Ramir Johnson, I I can't say enough good things about him. I mean that they love him over there. He's a he's a a bright eyed kid that comes to practice every day, ready to roll. And he was pretty good in this game. What was his final numbers, yeah, Jake? His he was uh, he had hang on. pretty good. Sixteen for sixty two. That's not yeah, that's three point nine yards a carry. Yeah, it's not great, but you know you're running against a really good front four. Um, they just can't. <sighs> I mean, the pass, okay, we haven't even mentioned. Adrian was sacked five times. Yeah, he was. Five times. Well, the tackles are having problems. The tackles are having issues. It's been obvious. It's like, you know, we saw we saw a quick fix for a game and a half when you had Prohaska come in at left tackle, looked really good against Michigan, I mean, against Northwestern, gets hurt against Michigan, is out for the year. Corkin at right tackle looked respectable, and then all of a sudden I had to go back to what it was, and it's just, just, it's just not working. You had a question. <clears throat> For the for the people out there, yeah, you had a question four six four five six eight five call or text as always. Nebraska 
showed no signs of a team, I thought, on Saturday that was was giving up on their coach or their Not season. All. Not at all. No, on either side of the ball. On either side of the so ball. So are, are anti-Frost people still in their stance following that game? Yes. Most of them. I, I All you got to do is read your mentions on Twitter. <laughs> I read my mentions sometimes. What's the, what's the, what was Split. the anti-Frost uh, complaint after that game? Just because they didn't win it? Or was well, there I mean, a like lot of it. Yeah, no, a lot of it's because the special teams, mm-hmm. you know, let them down. It's not, but Frost. Hey, Frost in the post game was interesting. He said a lot, and one thing he said is something I had heard and we discussed weeks ago, and Frost finally said it publicly. Jake, the special team scheme and structure is sound. They don't have problems until the ball's touched. And now it's just a kick, and now it's a place kicker issue. They're not having structural problems on their special teams. Their coverage is excellent, right? Yeah. I mean, they've been really good. Who made the great play Bullock. on? Good job, Jake. John Bullock of Creighton yeah. Prep. If he doesn't make that play, that, that might go a long way. That was a great open field tackle yeah. with nobody else helping. And him. they get those a lot. Yep. I mean, they they get those a lot, Jake. Open field tackles on special teams. Scheme and structure is good. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you something what happened, too. I, you probably didn't notice this. This was fascinating. Their backup long snap – or their starting long snapper got hurt. Yeah, that was, what, first half? Yeah, first half. They sent – when they were deep, when they were yeah. – that ball oh, that yeah. William oh, pressed yeah. up hit from the back of the end zone, Harrison, that was the backup <laughs> long snapper. All right, and oh. they're – they're not 100% confident in that kid either. In fact, you know what they had to do? Okay, now when you're down to your backup, what does that mean? you got to get your third guy ready too. That guy had jeans on. <laughs> um, <laughs> he did not. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah. They he had to send not. him into the locker room. Oh, my Get God. your stuff on. No. Get your stuff on. Four minutes later, he's out there the... hiking into a net. I mean. Did you watch that happen? No, I heard about it. <laughs> oh, I wish they... I could see the video of that. Yeah. Here's the third the, string. The third string snapper had jeans on. You don't think you're going to get down to your third string snapper, right? Long, uh, no. long snap. <laughs> Very rare even see your second string snap. Right. But, but Cameron Piper goes in there and, and, and throws one back to William Pristop just fine. Yep. Well, Which is a good punch. That's nerve-wracking, though. That, that, that stuff is nerve-wracking. Well, it's nerve-wracking for a Nebraska fan knowing that, okay, you've got a punter that also had shanked a punt earlier. Okay, he, Now he's in his pin deep with a backup snapper. How how can this go poorly? And it didn't go poorly at all. It was a pretty good punt by William in that situation by Pristop. Yeah, I wish I had that in front of me. He hit one. He hit one up pretty good he had a he has kind he, of a mixed a shank. bag he had a 13 yarder but otherwise he was pretty solid yeah for for having a 13 yard kick and having you know, an average of 43.1 is pretty good long of 58 in this game two inside the 20 um 250 plus yarders in this game and the one shake that hurt yeah but anyway okay so special teams if you watch it you can't they're not they're just having troubles with the and frost pointed it out we're just having troubles with the guy that touched the ball. With the guy who touches the ball, in this case, it's the place kicker. Um, they're not having. I mean, they actually advanced the punt return, Oliver Martin. Yes. Um, they're like I said, their coverage is fine. Um, so that part's, you know, they didn't. They were plus in the turnover category in this game, Jake. Ohio State had two turnovers. Nebraska had one. Penalties. I Ohio State had eight. Nebraska had six. There was a lot when you come away from this game. All in the second half, too, for Ohio State. I think they had zero at halftime. Is that right? I don't know. They had eight. They finished with eight. Yeah, they so had eight all in the second you half. Can't come away from this. I. I mean, 
I got to tell you, I, I know people are going. There's gonna, the anti-frost crowd is going to uh, be repulsed by this, but I mean, in some ways, you got to try to enjoy what you're doing in your job. I did, I enjoyed the game. I really enjoyed. Yeah, it. it was it was fun. Like you said earlier in the show, this is a team that Ohio State in the past has won the game by halftime or mm-hmm. end of the first quarter. It's been mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. As soon as the game started, it felt like the game was over in those past games. Yeah. This game was in doubt until the very end. Yes, it was until Nebraska didn't pounce on that fumble. Right, man. When that ball, oh. okay, on that last Ohio State possession, when that ball got loose, the the roar in that crowd was incredible. That ball was on the ground for like 35 seconds, by the way. I, I, I was watching like, how, how is this still out there? No one's pounced on Where's Nebraska at? Yeah, they Where are they around at? It. They just weren't around it. That was, yeah. The roar was incredible. Great crowd. I mean, a great day. It was a gorgeous day. Great crowd. Great game. I mean, I just have a hard time coming out of that game feeling like I want to get in this back and this, 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 you know, sort of vitriolic bat and back and forth with somebody. But this is why we're we're begging Frost to win those games he's supposed to. Because he, again, obviously, we want to win these games against ranked teams like that and and get that signature win. But it makes the conversation about letting him go a lot less volatile if you just win those those games against Minnesota and Purdue. I, just win them. I, I couldn't agree with you right? more. Yeah. They just they, they show up flat in those games. Well, they weren't. I don't think not they this were flat. game. I didn't think they were flat against Purdue. I, I did not. Second think half that. they were. Yeah, and Frost addressed that. He he wished he he called it spirit. He wished his team showed a little more spirit in a few games. But I would say this in defense of Frost, in defense of any team, no team in the country shows up just rolling at a high level emotionally every game. No team in the country does. You you have down games. I understand that, but they happen There's at the nobody. wrong time. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. No, I, you can't. Expl- it's hard, Jake. I look at the per- Purdue loss as being wor- much worse than the Minnesota. Loss. And and then Purdue comes back the next week and beats Michigan State with, right. by putting up forty points on them. Yeah. Though. So how bad of a so how bad of a loss was yeah, it? It's, it's a that's it, fair. That's fair. It's tough to win games in this conference. But Purdue's you, tough, and I was amazed by the conversation the Purdue week. That I kept hearing people say, "Yeah, I mean, Sipple, Nebraska's much more talented than Purdue." No, they're not. I got news for you; they're not. And in that, and I'm, I was almost glad that Purdue won that game against Michigan State to illustrate that. Put oh yeah, points. that terrible, talented Purdue team beat just beat just put forty on the third team in the third ranked team in the country. No, they got as much talent as Nebraska. Does. David Bell is very good, and they had other help beyond that. Payne Durham is a very good tight end. Yeah, but still, I say, Jay, come on, come on, come on. Don't excuse that Purdue loss in Lincoln. Nebraska, if it shows up, plays a solid game on its home field, crowd was in it, jacked up crowd, jacked up stadium. Lot. I mean, you, you're trying to build this thing. Come on. And, and you know what? I know. It goes to Adrian, though. See the, how complicated these conversations are? I put that loss on Adrian. And then Frost is up there telling us on Saturday, well, the kids played with a fractured jaw and a sprained and a, and a high sprain, which is different than a regular sprain. High sprain on his, I think it's his right. I don't know which ankle it is, but he's playing with a high sprain on his ankle. I mean, it does affect the conversation. It does affect the way you judge Adrian. It has to if you if you're a human being, right? Yeah. I don't these what I find about the Nebraska football conversation is it's very layered and very nuanced. There's a lot that goes into it. 
It's great for talk radio. Um, it's great for people that want to have a conversation. And I hear them because I'm at various places nowadays writing in public. Um, so. Willingly. <laughs> Willingly. <laughs> so I hear the conversations and they're spirited. Let's get a couple calls. We've been patiently waiting. Let's go to Jake first. Jake, you're on early break. Go ahead. Yeah, um, Sybil, I just got to call you out a little bit on when you fine. said no structural or coaching issues on special teams. Okay. Um, let's just review here. And, and some of this has gotten a little better this year, but we've been running kickoffs out of the end zone habitually throughout Frost's tenure. Mm-hmm. And we usually end up with the ball at about the 16-yard line when we do that. Yeah, but that's not happening uh, lately. We, what, what's that? Is that happening lately? Last few games it hasn't happened, so I'll give right. him credit there. Right. That's that's what I'm talking great. about. Great. Um, we've been catching punts inside the five, inside our own five and ten yard line. Not lately. Ridiculous. Not the last couple of games, but um, guys, we haven't blocked. We haven't even tried to block a punt the entire year. That would be so nice. I call that a that would be pretty nice. big issue. Yeah. Um, guys, the spring game we didn't even practice special teams in the spring game. We just did like a punter out there and didn't even tackle anyone or didn't even didn't even touch anyone in a spring game on special teams. So that's a coaching structural issue where if we're not practicing it in the spring game live, I'm pretty sure we're not practicing it in practice live. So some of these things, uh, could we run a fake punt? How about one fourth and ten when you knew we were going to give Ohio State the ball back and they're going to march it down our throats like they did at the end of the game? How about a fake punt or something like that? To give ourselves a better chance. Okay. I just and there's a lot of structural issues on special teams. No, there's not. And some of it, some of it has gotten better in the last few games. But it's sad that it's taken four years to fix it. Well, it took too long. Call, yeah, thank you, Jake. Yeah, it took too long. Now, I'm, I don't know how many teams go live on special teams in the spring game. I'd say not a lot. That probably happens, but um, they they work special teams hard. I mean, they've they've turned it up. Um, and you know, I, Jake's got a point when he says it, where was that in year one and year two? Um, some of that is like, you know, unfortunately, Jake, I would say, and people are going to be, they're going to push back. Some of that's, some of that is young coach, young head coach learning. I mean, one thing about Frost that I would take issue with is, is I think you have to give scholarships to long snapper, place kicker and punter. Put them on scholarship. Don't try to don't try to work the system and not give those kids scholarships and give them to receivers or whatever. Give your long snapper a scholarship. That's what teams do all over the country. I bet you sixty out of sixty five power five teams have scholarships for all three of those positions. Long snapper, place kicker, punter. Get scholarship guys. You saw Michigan and Ohio State. What those kickers look like to you? They were money. Money. They didn't miss. Money. I mean, the the kid from Ohio State never missed down the middle. I mean, it was it was dead straight every time. He's out of the portal. <clears throat> Noah Ruggles. Yeah, Noah Ruggles is out of the portal. Go get a kicker in the portal. Like you have to. Go I mean, get a kicker in the portal. I just, I, I just got made fun of for, for calling Justin Tucker one of the best players in the NFL, if not the best. I didn't make fun of you. I just said, think, when's think the about, last kicker that won the Heisman Trophy that just, goes to the best not gonna player happen. in the country? Well, that's what they say. That's their own view of the situation. I say, when you have one guy who is the most clutch and most reliable player, I think hands down in the league, he's got to be one of the now, best. Now, here's the thing. I want to double back. Like Chase Contreras, I don't want to dog him too much. He's in a tough situation. 
Okay, he's in his second start, replacing Connor Culp. And he had practiced well. That when they had their kickoff, their kickoff to determine their determine their guy, he was good. Twenty one to twenty two. And and missed on a bad snap kick. Yep. They I think they felt really confident when he went out there to kick the, on fourth and four early in the fourth quarter that he would nail that thirty one yarder. There's been a lot of times that we're just I'm sure they're shocked by what they've seen yeah. on the field. No, I think they were. How? Why? Why is this happening right. to us? So it, it was. He like duck hooked. I'm it. telling you, there's a voodoo dog. He duck hooked. There. there is a husband. Have you ever duck hooked your three? Your, oh yeah. Your four iron. Oh, several times yesterday. Actually. <laughs> oh yeah. All the time. Yeah, I duck hooked yesterday. Are you kidding me? All the time. Yeah, Brandon's on the phone. Let's get one last call from Brandon. Brandon, you're on early break. Go ahead. Morning, guys. Hey, Brandon. Hi, Brandon. Hey. Hey, just a couple quick questions for you, and then I have one that's kind of just a, a theoretical idea of, of maybe how to even the playing field in uh, college football. Um, you know, you guys kind of touched on, um, you know, what Scott Frost has done so far in his four years, and I think you're seeing a lot of these former players starting to come out and speak um, for the university to keep him in place because of how deep this program was in the hole and the foundation that he's building. I know the wins and losses is what matters. Don't get me wrong. I get that. But I can tell you this much. Seeing a competitive team that goes out there and loses by, you know, seven to ten points uh, rather than getting blown out, it's, hard, it's a hard tale to swallow, but it, it gives you a little bit of pride as a fan to realize that, hey, these guys – most of these guys are giving it their all, and they're they're keeping, you know, specifically the defense is keeping this team in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that stood out to me on Saturday watching the game with okay. Ohio State, and I've kind of been curious. I haven't really brought it up this year, but with Nebraska's defensive backs, I know it has a lot to go with the game plan and the scheme and the the coverage that they're in. But <clears> you don't see a lot of press coverage up at the line with these guys, and I feel like that, given <laughs> um, teams that Nebraska has has faced a little bit of an advantage, and here's my reason why. Instead of getting up there and jamming those guys at the line of scrimmage, you know, like Alave or Njigba, um, that gives you more time for your defensive line to potentially get to the quarterback, and I feel like we've been like a second or a second yeah. and a half late at getting, you know, getting that sack. Yeah, it's not a and bad point, Brandon. Those, those guys get out there, and they're in the zone, and they find those holes in that zone. Why not get them up there and let Cam Taylor Britt just get up in a lobby space and jam him up at the line? Mm-hmm. I, it doesn't make any sense to me as to why you would let those guys just kind of run off the line five, ten yards back from where your defensive backs are. Valid, um, Valid question. Valid. I mean, it's just little things like that. but And, and – my thought about trying even the playing field in college football, and it's never going to happen, but do you, what would your thoughts be if the NCAA decided to say, hey, all the Power 5 programs that are out there, you can only have a certain number of five stars on your roster, four stars on your roster, and three stars on your roster, and then no matter, unlimited two and one star, <laughs> just to even the playing field. Do you think that would ever happen? And, and if it did, how much more would that um, – bring in more fans or the fact of you would potentially have other programs that would have a better chance of, of making it to the college football player. Thanks, Brandon. Uh, no chance, I don't think, there. Okay. But, good, but hey, good point, like though, that. Brandon, about the press coverage. 
Um, we got to go back to thank you, Brandon. Um, Phelan Sanford, something something that Jake, the previous caller, mentioned. Why don't we ever try? Why doesn't Nebraska ever try to block? I'm, I'm informed that Nebraska came within six inches of blocking Ohio State's first punt. Phelan Sanford. I do remember. Yeah, they got yeah. some pressure there. Yeah, yeah. Phelan Sanford, who's a, who's I, one of the, one of the top five fastest guys I think on Nebraska. Is team. the fastest? Right? He might be the He's fastest. Number one, I'm pretty sure. Okay, Phelan Sanford. I guess there was punt block called. And they got they got six inches away from it. So there you go. Uh, before we get to break, we'll again take your calls four six four five six eight five more after the break. But uh, we when Nebraska needs a win, you need a win. Sip, I need a win. You can get a win today okay. by getting tickets at Magical Lights of Seward because this is an awesome twenty minute light show. It's a half mile loop. It has traditional music. It's got. Uh, some old school music as well, Christmas music, but it, it's it's awesome. It's a fun thing. It's twenty bucks per car to go through this loop. It's going to be in Seward from Black Friday through December twentieth. If you need a win this holiday season, you can go to magicallightsofseward.com slash ticket and pay twenty bucks. Get your uh, your spot situated in terms of where it's going to be. And also, right now, we'll give away to caller four a free pass to Magical Lights of Seward. That wins a lot. Four six four five six eight five. And by the way, because they're doing this, I'm gonna double whammy this. We're giving away on Mondays uh, uh, cakes from Beatrice Bakery for what they for pe- good people out there. Vinny at Magic Lights of Seward is doing a great deed this holiday with getting these lights and giving giving people wins. We're gonna give Vinny at Magic Lights of Seward a, a Beatrice Bakery cake today. Nice. So shout out to Vinny for for putting on a great product good out idea. there for giving people wins this holiday season. For because of that, we're giving Vinny and his staff today. A cake from Beatrice Bakery who makes everybody a better place. Yeah, good, good. Thank you, Jay. All right, when we come back, we'll get some more uh, your calls out there on Nebraska, Ohio State, and just where Nebraska is going. And more next on Early Break of the Ticket. Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller. 